0: a new
1: dramatic episode of the bachelorette diaries starts
0: right now hello and welcome back to another bachelorette diaries i'm tony i'm jody and i'm mark we are doing two episodes in one because we decided the mentel arl
2: is a waste of an hour and a half yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was a lot of it was like easily condensed I thought.
0: And yeah. the, and Ooh, I feel like the
3: it. whole show could be easily yeah. condensed.
0: Okay. It aired July twentieth, two thousand and fifteen, and the description says that Caitlyn faces the men she rejected as seventeen jilted
2: bachelors confront her.
3: Some of them were jilted.
2: They were all jilted. I wanted. Yeah, I want to say like at least ninety-five percent of them were jilted. Some of them seemed fine with it.
3: Sure. But. Yeah.
2: Important. What what does jilted mean?
3: I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna Google it right now. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> oh, you
2: know, jilted lovers are, are those who are.
3: I assume the there's some bitterness. Yeah. Imply. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: And and we'll get we'll get to all that. So Chris Harrison talks to all the guys. He brings some guys specifically into the hot seat, as he calls it. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, Caitlin comes in, and they all chat about it. One question I had right off the bat, Chris Harrison also hosts Do You Want to Be a Millionaire. Is that the same set that they use for Do You Want to Be a Millionaire just dressed up?
2: I, it looked like it, right? Because of like, um, there's this the center stage is like yeah. circular. I guess there's a screen on the wall for them to show their questions. It probably
0: was. He calls it a hot seat too, which is the same back in Regis's days, the same word that he used for the contestants.
3: Is, is that the show where, where it's like a quiz show and then yeah, yeah. the four
0: quiet final answer oh
3: is that still going on yeah, yeah. oh I had
0: no idea yeah d- different hosts of the years they had Meredith something um, oh yeah the, 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 the lady yeah Terry Crews was on
2: there for really oh, Terry well. Crews was on there that's what I hear I might go for a man muscles yeah. baby
0: anyway uh Chris Harrison talks about this show being controversial this season keeps saying were, that Kept saying it, Mm. referring to it as a natural, national controversy, natural, (laughs) national, national,
2: national. National. Um, Well, yeah, like the social, social, or no, what is it, the reality TV national in a sense, because really that's just everyone in the States.
0: Yeah, but there's African-American people being shot dead by police officers, there's some dumb Dentist who killed a lion, but Mm -hmm. yet this is the most controversial thing in his life. I guess he's too close to it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This this hits close to home.
3: Okay. The two things that kind of stood out to me was one, when Ian did his apology, um, and then two, when um, Chris was reading out some of the emails or tweets that Caitlin received. yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of have mixed feelings about how they did that.
2: Yeah, that was rough. When um they brought out um, the, the tweets and emails, I
3: guess. Mm-hmm, yeah, they, uh, they read out three. Yeah. Um, and they, they were terrible. They were
0: really um, horrible shit.
3: Yeah.
0: And Chris Harrison called it, uh, what did he say? He said, oh, it was something that needed to be done. And I'm glad we did that.
3: But did he need to do that? <laughs> I think it was like I appreciated that. I
2: did. I did
0: too
3: actually. They did it, that.
2: It brought out it brought like cuz they sort of reference how like oh this is never stuff this had never been done before, you know, or you know, people people didn't like what she was doing. But for me yeah. personally, all I all I know is that I the way I envisioned it was that people were like, "Oh, she's not a good bachelorette." blah blah blah. I didn't realize it was it was such there was such venom behind the hate.
3: Yeah, this when I was watching it, it reminded me of I guess two episodes ago. Um, I had asked you guys whether you think the way they were portraying her having sex with Nick on the show. Um, they kept playing the clips where she talks about how she doesn't regret it, like I'm my own woman, mm-hmm. I can make my own decisions. Like, a- and I was wondering whether the producers agree with that by the way they were portraying. Um, the kind of consequences of her actions. um, And I think at this point, the show could do more to be more supportive of Caitlyn in the way they're portraying it because the way that Mm. they just read out the tweets and emails and Chris was like, oh, I stand behind Caitlyn 100%. I'm her friend in real life or whatever. (laughs) But it doesn't really address, like, anything. He's not seeing that, like, she's right. and uh, I mean, in a way, he was, but I just wish there was something more there.
0: So it's not that they're just reporting her opinion, these are the facts. It's more the show stating, this is acceptable behavior for a person today.
3: Well, I think... I, I feel like that's implied, but I feel like they could do more there um like he briefly mentioned oh yeah like this show pushes boundaries and like gender issues
1: this show continually pushes the boundaries we've always had a fair amount of controversy especially around issues of appropriate behavior gender roles what should and shouldn't be shown on television these have always been issues we have embraced here on the bachelor
3: but i'm like wow well you you're just like presenting this and you're also presenting like really negative consequences to her doing it and I actually feel like even though Chris is like oh yeah like I agree with what Caitlin did like and it was fine it so much of it also could play out as a cautionary tale um, against women who may also make these decisions um, and, like, presenting the super negative, like, she's getting death threats, like, consequences to her doing something like that, and without really commenting on that part of it, other than saying that, oh, like, there are some terrible people in the world, so, yeah, mixed feelings.
0: Alright. Uh, I'm glad they did allow her to say this one thing.
2: You guys try and date this many people at one time. And don't make a mistake and have it all televised, I dare
3: you. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, so I I also appreciated that. But also, yeah. you see the guys' faces, like their reactions to her saying that, and it's oh, like, yeah. I One like, guy, I, I want to,
0: a particular point of Corey, said something of. About like the responsibilities of a bachelorette and needing to honor that I for America. To
1: slap him. I think that a lot of Caitlin's decisions throughout the show were in bad taste and disgraceful relative to what we were looking for. And I don't think America will disagree, and I have no problem saying it, that you know, I don't think she took the responsibility of being the bachelorette
3: the best that she could have. America would agree. Great job <laughs> speaking for the entire country, Corey, whoever you are. Yeah. Terrible person.
2: I feel like Cory uh, without knowing, probably was given the boot fairly early. Yeah. I don't remember him from the season from episode seven. Well we
0: started yeah, we started watching episode seven. Right. If he's not
2: there by then, yeah you, obviously the calf that got cut. Yeah. yeah. But um it sounds like there's a little bit of bitterness there.
3: Maybe misogynistic also. Yes. Definitely disgraceful. Really, what did she do?
2: Yeah, I mean, really, what did she do? She didn't. She didn't. What? She didn't take it seriously. She didn't do it properly. Like, what? Where's the method? Where's the science behind being a bachelorette? No. And if any, you take any of her actions,
0: apply to some friend that you know or some acquaintance that you know who's dating, none of
2: that would seem out of place. No, none at all. No. And I think she's definitely right. Referring to the uh, earlier clip, it's hard. It's hard to to have what 25 people and date them at the same time and mm-hmm. not make a mistake. She's not she's not a robot, she's only human. Yeah. People that we make... know of. She's not a robot. <laughs> That's true. Uh, robots are notoriously afraid of birds. <laughs> yeah. People fucking people make mistakes. So and just because you weren't there for the ride or whatever you you need to ro- it's weird you can't really tell people how to feel how they want to feel but they they just need to be in touch and know that it just wasn't meant to be like no one no one's gonna have the right answers if everyone had the right answers then everyone would be a million times happier and there would be no conflict Mm -hmm. ever
3: and i also feel like from what I've seen in the last few episodes that we've watched, Caitlin's dealt with it really well. Yeah. Definitely. For somebody who's like on a shitty reality television show, it's a great show for what it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I, I feel like more so than like Team Nick or Team Sean, I'm on Team Caitlin. You go, mm. girl. Like yes. do anything you would That's like good. to
0: do. Speaking of some person doing anything they wanted to let's go back to
2: Ian uh, let's can we just like not and uh, not acknowledge his
3: existence <laughs> and call I, him the other guy
2: it was just weird that what he did right it
3: seemed oh, like his whole point of being
2: there was just to apologize and kind of walk to, back to grandstand and to to show off yeah. and to try to gain redemption mmm
3: When he took off his jacket, I thought he was either going to start a fight or just (laughs) leave the show with his jacket off.
2: I thought he was going to start a lecture. Like, he's from Princeton, so, okay, I'm going to have to educate these fools and be a professor and be, like... I thought, like, a graph was going to drop from the ceiling. It's Like, this is how many of you people suck. And you'll see there's a big graph for that. It's probably going to be a pie
0: chart. Mm -hmm, Pie charts. So, um... Yeah, but uh, the only silver lining of that is for us, if I remember correctly, Tanner was a kind of a, not unforgettable. The opposite, forgettable. Yeah. He didn't know who Tanner was. He dropped this sick burn.
1: It looks like Princeton needs to teach a class to how to not be an. <laughs> to be honest.
3: <laughs> right. That's pretty nice. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, that's
2: how, how nice. not to say about that. How not to be an a-hole. You. It's an elective. <laughs> it's an elective in second year not everyone takes it yeah ian definitely skipped that class
0: All right.
3: yeah i don't know why people were cheering after his apology
0: but to be like, fair though it takes guts to do that in front of everyone um not it, it does not
2: take guts if you're doing it for selfish reasons
0: yeah
3: because he's like it's not who i am this is who i am this the is guy right, who apologizes <laughs> Yay. He
2: and he, he took he took the cheap shot of being like, I'm not only do I want to apologize to Kaylain, I want to apologize to Caitlin's mom. Oh, yeah. my mom. Like, dude, what the hell? Um, yes. Like I, I I did not I did not um I did not believe him at all. One hundred percent. I thought he's still doing it for very selfish reasons. Oh, absolutely. What's that Japanese saying? It takes
0: uh, one second of douchebaggery to ruin a hundred years of... No, I don't know. I'm not Japanese. Yeah, close. All right. Didn't have to throw Japanese (laughs) in there. Okay.
3: (laughs) I think that's where it comes
0: from, actually.
3: I will look this up. Thank you. So, okay. So, I think among the men, there were two camps. Um, One who were kind of in agreement um, with, like, Caitlyn's behavior, quote-unquote, um, and then the others who were, like, kind of lesser versions of Corey, who was like, she's disgraceful, like, she didn't play it, um, like, she should have, or whatever it is. And I noticed that the guys that left early were the ones that doubted her.
2: No, yeah, definitely. Which made sense. No, yeah, that's that's totally the feeling that I got, mm-hmm. where the people who, who were really angry and upset were the guys... We didn't see when we started the show, and the people who we did see left were like, "No, she's she's actually really different, guys. You guys don't know her like that." Mm -hmm. Ben H. Uh,
0: carried such a load in defending her and playing that role. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyone else notice he kind of looks a little bit like Seth MacFarlane mixed with uh Joey Tribbiani? I
3: don't Mm. remember the second person.
0: Okay, from Friends, Joey.
3: Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little bit.
0: Yeah. Doesn't matter.
3: Um, Jared was his sweet self as always. My boy, Jared. Yeah, poor guy.
2: Can we can we bring up uh, can we, can we bring up the character that we never got to to meet, Corey? Uh, I mean, uh, Clint. <laughs> yeah. JJ and Clint. JJ, this JJ and Clint thing <laughs> makes me really wish we had uh, gone and seen like
3: the other episodes.
2: Like at at the very least, all this JJ stuff. Yeah, it would have been would have been amazing. Yeah,
0: especially this one line they had. Yes. I, I don't know the context of it.
2: Hey, Bill's
0: got a bill. Gone, Bill. Hot tub. So if you oh. like to hot tub, come oh. on. Oh, they spent a lot of time. Like to be fair, it was just probably just guys being guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little uncomfortable with all the joking around. How oh maybe they're homosexual? Are you guys coming out now? I I didn't really like that because I mean. Guys being guys is just like, like like JJ said, a lot of the times they talked about Caitlin. And the rest of the times they probably just talked about, you know, just making friends. Uh, and what's the alternative to that? Being like Ian, just retreating to his room and reading right. and being deep with himself. I don't know. I, I What's friendship?
3: What is friendship, you guys?
0: <sighs> wow. That's actually a good question, because I was thinking about this. And I was like, <laughs> if I was on this show, I probably at some parts would... would act the way that Ian did and just retreat to my room. Maybe not read. Maybe not go out the way that he did. Mm-hmm. But I find that it takes time for me to, to actually get to know people and make an effort to do that. Um, so I don't know.
2: What What is friendship? Um, friendship is making a connection with, with a person. It's something that you can relate to. You can find something that you can relate on, and you build on from there. It's someone who you feel like you have like a comrade. Right. So it's definitely something that I think a lot of these men should have done and a lot of them have done. They've, they've found a, a person that they can in- instantly or eventually relate to and, and find commonality with and that's someone that you would go through this journey or this journey, this this journey of the, the bachelorette but also, you know, life. You would go through life having friends, having comrades, having people who you can relate to, people that you can talk to and confide in.
0: And did you talk about making lifelong friends and still yeah. hang out with? I, I feel like the only guy who gets a free pass at that is like the guy who ends up proposing to Kaylin at the end because he probably wouldn't want to hang out with a bunch of her ex boyfriends. Oh. Yeah. yeah.
3: Um, sorry, so just to interrupt here a Japanese proverb <laughs> <laughs> The reputation of a thousand years may be determined by the conduct of one hour. Close See, enough. I knew Close it was. I knew Japanese.
0: There you go. Yeah. Oh, and JJ said something also about being sensitive to others because his brand of humor wasn't really what he, he was reading in the room a bit, and he kind of toned it down mm-hmm. after Clint left. And mm-hmm. and as a result of that, he got to be better friends with, with everyone else. Yeah, yeah, it was nice to hear.
2: That's actually yeah. That's very true because, um, what they what they started pro- portraying before let's say before our jump on point. Um, it seems like a very different JJ that that we have come to know I thought you know JJ was a very n- a nice guy somewhat relatable kind of being open but apparently there was a 180 before that episode before that mm. jumping on point so it seems like Clint was like the the catalyst of that yeah right possibly especially I guess we'll never know. especially when when he threw Clint under the bus <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Right, we and then, see a clip of that. I, yeah. And that, that confrontation, I was like, dude, you just left me out there fucking dry. You threw me under the bus. Walk away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt. But I, I don't know what, it, what it should, it should say. I I should said it to go away.
3: I actually didn't remember anything about
0: JJ. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> JJ was a backstabber. He had that three-year-old daughter. And oh,
3: really? Yeah, Was that it? JJ? It was That's him JJ. and Joe
0: on the two-on-one date. And then oh. no one got the
3: rose and
2: he got sent home. Huh.
3: Okay. Yeah. Um I was sad that we didn't get to hear more from Cupcake.
2: We That's, didn't really hear much from Cupcake yeah. at all. Yeah. He's probably still like mentally he's still on the cliff.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm glad
2: he didn't jump off the cliff. I'm yes. glad he's It's, still it's good to know him. that he's alive.
3: Yeah. Um I think the only other thing that I would say about this episode is um at the end when Caitlin came out, um Ian also apologized to her. Yep. Uh and then said something along the lines of I received backlash as well so I understand like mm. you. And I was like
2: um, I can he's that's like I can a relate a whole
3: different yeah thing. Like you did that by being an asshole and then Caitlin received backlash because she did nothing wrong.
2: Yeah, because America hates women. Yes. Yeah. because there are a shit ton of haters up there. They bring up the the thing about the issue of Nick. Yes, hmm. Koopa, who, who uh, apparently doesn't know how a tie works. Did you guys notice? <laughs> yeah. have, no, have you guys seen this I picture of him? Well, he looked well dressed, like a good looking. He
0: looked except well, yeah.
3: yeah, he
2: looked well. So it, it, he he looked well dressed, except so a tie generally goes on under the collar.
3: Yeah,
2: his <laughs> was an open shirt; the collar was open, but he had the tie on, still around his neck, <laughs> like skin contact. Bruh, that's not how maybe, it works. Maybe
3: maybe it's a style.
2: It is definitely. I like. I'm like. Okay, that's an interesting look. And then like, I liked the way it looked on him,
0: but it was oh, very okay. weird. But he had a he had a, he had a point. I I thought, assuming that Nick was not a plant and it was entirely Caitlyn's choice to bring Nick in, it was unfair to the guys in the context of a reality show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
2: And apparently, I was talking to someone mm-hmm. who who had um who had been, like, watching the show and everything, apparently there is a prior relationship between Caitlyn and Nick.
3: They kind of um, made reference to that in the later episode. They're,
2: later. Um, like, oh, okay, I right. think Caitlin, Caitlin saw Nick from the previous seasons or whatever, and they had, uh, like, ended up following each other on social media Okay. And they uh, they had exchanged messages there, or like Nick had sent her messages and stuff like that, and then they exchanged phone numbers. So they had been texting. A pe- I'm not confirming, or, or I don't know, no. I didn't, but from what I hear, that there there has been communication before mm-hmm. the season. Yeah, that's consistent with what we saw. Yeah, in, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there is definitely a, a prior relationship, which gives him a giant leg up on all the competition. We'll see yeah. if that pays off. No, well, we, we know at this
0: yeah. point. But, um, and you're absolutely right, and some of the guys who came to a defense said the same thing, too. When you're in Caitlyn's position, looking for the love of your life, you leave no stone unturned. You bring mm-hmm. that guy on. Mm-hmm. You don't wait till the end of the show, and then, okay, sorry, none of you guys. Let me see what's going on mm-hmm. with Nick.
3: Yeah. Whoever said that, I like that.
0: And I I'd like when, when Koopa confronted Caitlyn about that.
2: She said... Didn't you vote for Brit? <laughs> yeah. So you're like, you're like, thanks, thanks, but by the way, not you here for something else? <laughs> you, were, you didn't like me anyway. So after all that, mm-hmm. they started putting people in the hot seat. Yeah. After after asking all the guys about all this stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So the first person up was ben Z. No, it was Oh, no, J-J. JJ. JJ. So yeah, JJ. So JJ was all this stuff. Yeah, but just, just to
0: really promote Bachelors in Paradise. No, no big deal. Yeah, it uh, was Ben yeah. Zedd. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, Zed. so
2: and then Ben Zedd was the next guy. Mm-hmm. And um I actually thought that Ben Zedd was like I honest I love this guy. <laughs> I love like like a bro like a bromance, like this this dude, like I I feel for him. Cause He's just a big, lovable guy who's, like, super sensitive.
3: Remind me what he talked about? Like, what was the...
2: His mom. The focal, the, the, the focal, the focal point of, of his thing was basically uh, his mom.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and, like, he opened up to Caitlin about his mom's death. Like, and this is, like, right. the prior dates that mm-hmm. we saw him on, right? Yeah. And uh, it really got me. Like, it hit me right in the heart. And I'll, I'll read you a quote that, that I had mm-hmm. written down. Um, I think that I'm really an emotional guy. When my mom passed away, I wanted to cry, but I felt that I had to be strong for my brother and my dad. My only regret in life was not crying that day, and I haven't cried in 11 years. He said that to her on a date. That is crazy.
3: I don't know why I don't feel a lot of... Yeah
0: assuming that's all authentic and genuine. Yeah, Yeah. yeah it is.
2: It's a big move. Yeah, like dude, yeah. d- dude is dude was really like he's like he's just a big lovable bear, right? Like a big lovable teddy bear. And that's why the ladies love him. Yeah.
0: One thing he said though, his first indication that he and Caitlyn weren't on the same page was when he didn't receive a rose, and essentially when Caitlyn kicked him off. Mm-hmm. If your first indication that things aren't going well is when she dumps you, Maybe you're
2: misreading everything else about your relationship. There could, yeah. There could, there d- definitely could be that. But I feel like maybe he just never had the time. Because, sure, yeah. like, you, 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 you can misread that if it's, if you're dating someone. It's yeah. one-on-one. But like she had said earlier, she's dating 20, oh, 24 the context other shows. such a wild So concept. it's yeah. like you, you never know. And a lot of people, a lot of people don't get that. So after Ben, Ben, uh, Ben Z was on, which was great. Uh, they brought my boy Jared, and he's uh, he's still a super nice guy, which sucks, because he was like really, really all about Caitlin.
3: Yeah.
0: And it, it never, I I never realized that the last time you saw her before the rose ceremony was that road trip. Mm. I thought they had some sort of interaction before then. It kind of. No, and they didn't.
2: No, rough. Yeah. And like with Jared, I you can I see him, and I can genuinely believe he hundred percent was truthful about everything he had said. Like, yeah. he was very genuine with with his, his words. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm
0: going to go off on one of my Chris Harrison is a shit disturber rants again. Mm-hmm. Jared was all about, hey, I, I don't blame her. I'm not going to ask her to explain herself. And then Chris Harrison comes in with things like, oh, so you're not over her. And things like, uh, later on when Caitlin comes out, he's all like, oh, Jared wanted to know
2: why you, Jared, could you explain why?
0: I Hopefully hate Chris it. Harry. so yeah, much. Yeah, Chris Harrison
2: is a little bit of a tool now. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm on, I'm fully on board. This Chris Harrison's a dick train. All right, yep. thank you. Yeah. Um, and then so after Jared, we have Ben H, the un, the unlovable. Unfortunately for him, um, and it was like it sucks for him because every time he saw these clips, he was open reopening the wounds that he thought he had sealed, which um, really sucks.
0: Same um, thing for him. He, he didn't need Caitlyn to explain herself. He probably was wondering himself dealing with it. Um, but then Chris Harrison says, well, well it doesn't matter. I'm yeah. still on that. Go but on.
2: But I think the great, the good thing about this, this interview with Ben H is mm-hmm. we finally get the true backstory behind the Sean, the Sean incident, I like to call it. Oh, yeah. Like, this is great. She, so, she sneaks down to the room and when, 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 when when I had envisioned it, when they were ta- referencing the show, sneaking down meant just going down. Mm-hmm. She literally, she had to go down and she had to avoid the mics. She had to avoid the cameras. Yeah. And they t- chilled and talked for like six hours mm-hmm. before before they had to go. That's which was huge. Awesome. That's huge. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. And then the handler comes into the room and she has to hide. And <laughs> throw a blanket, <laughs> over, throw her. A blanket yeah. over her. throw a blanket over her. And then this is really, this is the real shitty part is that, so like. You know, he goes, he goes into the, she goes in the shower and he comes back and he instantly knows there is something wrong. I interrupted something. Yeah. Something happened. That is a shitty feeling. How do you go from having the time of your life?
3: Yeah.
2: Right. And then as soon as you come in, you are ostracized. You are a separate part of the group. It is now, like he had mentioned, he's like, I am not welcome here. That is a very hard feeling to deal with. Yeah. That is like, <laughs> that's like being bullied. It's essentially like in 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 school where you are being you are essentially you're being emotionally bullied by being ignored. I, I didn't get
0: the sense that they actively did that. I mm-hmm. think he just felt like he interrupted something, and Sean was a lot happier after he came back. So I think he got the sense that she said something to him to yeah. make to validate him or they made out or something mm-hmm. when he wasn't there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But you're right, it doesn't feel good because he essentially got the message that, she probably didn't come down for him
2: right right or like no no i felt like it it could have gone i felt like it could have gone either way because i I thought that ben had some good some good moments with her yeah Yeah. just that um that's a really shitty feeling yeah Yeah. absolutely
3: but and and i do have to say that it it sounded like before that part that before he went for the shower that they were all kind of sitting around and like yeah having a good time good time, time yeah yeah like he,
2: so yeah, like exactly, he was part of the group. He mm-hmm. went out. He went out to have a sh- like to have a shower. Yeah. 15 minutes later, he comes out. He is now no longer part of this group. Yeah. If it's
0: one lesson I took away from this, it's never shower.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Or never be the first one to crack.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Hey Sean, go take a shower. Don't you gotta take a shit or something, yeah. Sean? You work out all the time. Does <laughs> something smell so rank to you? <laughs> Sean, do you have have you
2: had enough protein? Maybe you should get some protein
0: uh remind me about that later when we go into the finale yeah but in a in a sense this mental all thing it, i have to be fair to the show it wasn't a waste of time cuz it's good to see that all these guys get closure they've had some time to reflect get some new information in the case of Ben H and some other guys and feel better about it and and it is nice to see that they got a chance to do that
3: yeah yeah mm-hmm.
0: I know we're kind of doing a double episode thing. Any shit blossoms who want to hand out for that? Ian. Yeah. Ian, hands up. Pants down. up, Pants up. <laughs> Jackets on. All right, let's move on to the finale. <laughs> the final episode. It aired July 27th, and the description reads, In the dramatic season finale, Caitlyn is torn between the two remaining men, Nick and Sean, with a possible proposal just days away Katelyn introduces both men to her family. And it was a live television event from mm-hmm. Los Angeles. We obviously didn't watch it live. No, nope, we did not. But um, it seemed pretty exciting to me until I found out, oh, live just means that they're watching the episode together, together. live. The yeah. Yeah. Um, event after the episode, they do have this, they bring out Nick and Sean and Caitlin. They talk about it, and that's live. That's after the
2: Rose? That's, that's the after, after the, the Rose, Rose, yeah. There.
0: But who cares about that? Uh,
2: I kind of want to see it, because at the end of this episode, I need to know what's going on.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm curious about what Nick would say.
2: So, spoiler alert. It's not Nick.
0: <laughs> I actually got spoilered um, the so night before I, yeah. I watched this when my oh, yeah. brother-in-law told me. He didn't know I hadn't seen it yet, and he's like, oh, um, what'd you? how would you feel about her choosing that personal trainer guy? And I was like, oh, why would you tell me? <laughs> no. And then my wife reminded me, you actually don't care. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that's okay.
2: No, you would, you definitely cared a little bit at that point. I,
0: I think I was just reacting to the spoiler. I wasn't. Okay. The outcome is, is still a little bit. Who cares?
2: All I know is that this show has made me want to watch it a little bit more. And really. I am. I'm interested to see how Jared fares on the island.
3: The tropical oh, island. Yeah. No,
2: paradise. Bachelor's in Paradise. paradise. Yeah. Paradise. yeah, yeah. yeah. You see, they had some of the ladies in the audience there too. Like, oh, hey, really?
3: Girls. Hey, so in the in the live like screening or whatever it's called of this episode, they kept um, like the camera kept going back to this family with the two girls. I saw that. Like, who are they? Is it just like oh, a family watches the show, or are they somebody?
0: I actually couldn't tell.
3: I couldn't tell either because like every time they panned to the audience, I
2: skipped. <laughs>
0: I tried to look it up, but then I was seeing all this other information that I shouldn't be oh. seeing. I didn't want to ruin it, so I, I, I couldn't get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But let's get into the episode. In the dumbass words of Chris Harrison, I hate to ask this, but are you guys excited and ready to go?
1: We are here with our live studio audience about to watch the dramatic and, dare I say, shocking season finale of The Bachelorette. I hate to ask this, but you guys excited and ready to go?
3: Why, why, do why, you why did he hate to, to ask? ask this? Ugh. Also, if it really was shocking and dramatic, you don't have to repeat that all the time.
0: <laughs> Alright, we're starting off in Utah, um, where Sean and Nick introduced the, uh, Kate them. Sean and Nick introduced Caitlin to their families, um, they're packing up, ready to go to Malibu to meet her family, and um, Sean had a bunch of supplements on his, I don't know if you noticed it, oh, yeah. there I was did. like four bottles, huge bottles of like, he probably got from Costco, um, and I wondered um, what those were, because I'm trying to trying to work on without
2: Without knowing, it's probably, were they really big bottles? Um, like same size?
0: No, no. None of them were smaller than what you would get at Costco. So, uh, th- I think three were the same size. One was slightly smaller, but still pretty big.
2: So it's probably his pre-workout and his protein, and possibly like some other post-workout supplements. All right. So yeah, yeah so the pre-workout would be to give him energy. The, the protein would be recovery, and then post-workout also probably recovery stuff. Props to him to keeping up his routine during this whole yeah extravaganza. Yeah. Uh, did you, I mean, did you see him? He doesn't look like a. a the couch potato, that's for sure. Yeah. Gotta keep them,
0: them muscles tight. That's right. Uh, we did see Nick go back to his condo one time and turn on the TV, so it's <laughs> one difference between the two. Anyway, they're in uh, Malibu. Um, we meet Caitlin's family. Mm-hmm. These seem like nice
2: people. Yeah,
0: they do. They do. I I do, really I like anyway.
3: them.
2: But before we start, okay. Um. It's a really fucking nice place, right? Yeah. I don't think it was their place. I don't think yes. That's what I think too. I that's definitely not their place, right? It's just a place that they're like, hey, you can, um, hey, you can, you guys can use this place for for the, for the show.
3: Also, I thought they were from Vancouver. They're, Do they now live in Malibu?
0: I don't know if they're from Vancouver. I know that Caitlin was from Alberta originally, moved to Vancouver. Oh, yes.
2: Really? Yeah. And this could be very interesting. Um, the mom. The mom and dad are obviously Leslie. separated. Yes. Uh, and they both have um significant others. Mm-hmm. It, technically, it could be one of the significant others, like super balling. Oh yeah, place. Step could oh, be yeah. stepdad. It could be. It could be. If that's the, the case, of, my money's yeah. on stepdad. Yeah. The, my the mom The
3: really looked like she did not care about it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: For sure. But like the mom, the mom very much looks like Caitlyn.
3: Yeah. Her Personality.
2: I can see where Caitlyn gets her spunk from. Yeah. Mm. Like definitely her mom. Definitely her mom. And then like, yeah, this is.
3: I'm a fan of Leslie. The mom.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. She was good. Yeah, um, I think one thing I noticed was Haley, um, Caitlin's sister, when we were first introduced to the family, she kind of had these like weird reactions shots. Um, I don't remember what was said, but it, they seemed very like, like feigned reaction to. Oh.
2: things like she's overacting.
3: Yeah, a little bit. I think
2: she's just such a nervous, nervous fan of the show that be. she's just like, yeah, because it, it she watches.
3: Yeah, she definitely mm. watches. Yeah. Leslie, I think, um, from the beginning, after Caitlyn told her, um, that's right. Uh, n- after Caitlyn told her about Nick um, being one of the two guys, became very concerned. Yeah. she came
0: in with preconceived notions of Nick from having watched him on the last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't seem like she was relieved after Caitlyn told her
2: that she had been intimate with Nick. Yeah. No, definitely not. More she concerned. Yeah, she was more she was like, Whew, I don't know if it's the right thing and and she was even like disappointed that she had chosen Nick.
1: Mm-hmm. She's
0: like,
2: Really that guy? Yeah. I mean, that might not be the real him,
0: but he shows mm. up and mm-hmm. he, he says that his last relationship, his last serious relationship, was with Andy from the previous season on TV. So basically, he's dating a girl whose mom has watched him date his ex-girlfriend.
2: Yeah. That's a terrible situation for him. Yeah, no, it's... it's Yeah, it definitely puts him in, in the corner, right? Anytime... Well, before... Up until this point, anytime anyone would go up to to meet Nick oh so you're dating this guy and then this Mm -hmm. is all they're gonna know this is all they're gonna be exposed to
3: yeah yeah it was like when he had to like talk to his mom one-on-one it seemed like a real difficult job interview
0: actually from from the teasers I thought he was being a jerk about it because he said she feels things with me that she hasn't felt Mm -hmm. other people but when we actually see them talking it's put into more context because they didn't cut it so tight and
1: it's, it's interesting, because she always talks about how, like, sometimes it's hard for her to open up. Yes. It's, it's hard for her to be expressive.
2: Or vulnerable.
1: invulnerable. Mm-hmm. But I'll be honest, like, when, ever since I've known your daughter, mm-hmm. she has been all those things with me. I, I hope it's because she feels things with me that she has never felt before.
0: So it was quite nice when he got real with her mm-hmm. and um, just, just really explaining things. And,
2: and she even said, crying, Nick showed me his heart needed them. yeah yeah and um and that's exactly what nick needed for for this was to to open up and that's that's how basically he landed caitlin um that's how we got caitlin interested mm-hmm. i mean that's the only thing you can do right is just try to tell people this this wasn't me this is how i really feel and you can only you can only be truthful about your feelings he showed the real him a lot better than Ian showed the real him. <laughs> oh no, every yeah,
0: everyone yeah. saw the
1: real Ian.
3: <laughs> um, Nick also got a little bit more good looking. Oh episode. yes, so he's, yeah, he got like slightly better, better looking. More and more good looking each episode that I watched.
0: You know, I hear he's single, so
2: <laughs> you should hit him up on
0: social.
3: I I was not rooting for Nick. Okay.
2: But, yeah. I still wasn't rooting for any of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But Sean goes in second the next day to meet Caitlin's family that puts him at a
2: definite disadvantage right? Thank you I, I really want I really wanted to address that up every time for everything meaning the family going on the dates everything Nick is always first so oh. Nick and that that gives Sean such a detriment because it everyone has this high will, will have this high opinion of Sean, of, of Nick mm-hmm. now it's like can this guy beat that? It's I, all comparing to Nick yeah. at that point.
1: Huh.
2: That's, yeah, it's a terrible disadvantage.
1: Yeah.
2: And and later on, we see how that works against, or how that really screws Sean.
0: Yeah.
2: Because you, you think, oh, with the date
0: thing, if you have the date second, maybe there's a recency effect and she remembers the good thing about the date before the rose ceremony. But with the rose ceremony looming the next day, mm-hmm. it kind of
2: made it so awkward, as we'll talk about later. yeah. yeah. So, Sean gets to meet the family, which is awesome, which okay. uh, which is great. And I, I think Sean had a better family dinner party than Nick did.
3: I think I, so. Yeah. I think everybody... So, I was actually quite surprised when Leslie, the mom, um, with Nick, just kind of... After he started crying, she just went turned 180 degrees and was like, oh, I was totally wrong. Nick is great. He cries. He um, must be a great guy. Yeah.
2: Well, that's hard, right? I mean, to 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 open up like that, right? That shows uh, vulnerability. Mm. So
3: sure. Um. And then I really appreciated the dad appreciating Sean's genuineness Mm because you can see, I think, more so than the dad with Nick, that the dad with the Sean, like, there's a little bit more of like a a connection slash trust. That's
2: that's true. I when. It was weird. Um, so Leslie gave Nick such a hard time,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, and then when when the when it was the dad's turn with Nick, it was very just like oh, okay, okay, down to business. Yeah, it was just like cool. I think whatever. Like you're, you're fine. Yeah, like if you were if you were gonna be good with my daughter, then that's cool. Mm-hmm. But Sean really like brought more into it with him, which yeah. was I thought was which was really great. Which mm-hmm. for me is, the fundamental di- is a
0: fundamental difference between Nick and Sean. Because when Nick asked for permission to propose to Caitlin, he kind of is just business. Mm-hmm. When Sean did it, he brought Leslie yes. in, mom yes. in with dad, mm-hmm. really got into it, and tried to connect over this experience rather than just putting a check in the box. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, yeah, I think Leslie said, "Wow, he's a man about Sean." At one point, um, maybe she was talking about his arms. <laughs> um yeah and, and I, I enjoyed how Sean kind of told, I don't know whether it was with Leslie or the dad and whatever his name is, um, right. how he understood that like th- him and Caitlin were um, during the show not in an exclusive relationship and that once it's exclusive there wouldn't be any issue um, as, a response to i think leslie's question about yeah. him being jealous because mm-hmm. oh, yeah, she did that
0: as a way to ask him about how he felt that nick and kaylan be intimate mm-hmm. and she kind of broached she approached it delicately but he was taking a sip of his drink at the time <laughs> and i thought he was just going to do a spit take when he was uh so i was a little disappointed by that but i think she handled it great
3: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and leslie said yeah he handled it very well and i was like i agree with you leslie
2: yeah, uh, she, she had said that he was mature and confident
3: in mm-hmm. his answers, mm-hmm.
2: and that's what really impressed Leslie.
0: At, at first I thought, oh, you know what, Sean's come a long way since that Heineken reserve um, in Dublin when he was jealous. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of condescending of me to, to think, maybe this is the real Sean the whole time, and it's just hard to deal with it is, what he's yeah. been dealing yeah.
2: That's the Guinness, by the way, Excuse not me, Heineken. Excuse me, Guinness,
0: yeah. We're still open for sponsorship.
2: <laughs> Heineken or Guinness, either way, we'll take it. Guinness <laughs> is in a different country yeah. Yeah, yeah. than Heineken. Heineken
3: yeah. yeah. Um, um, oh boy. Um, and then at this point, Kaylee, Caitlin's sister. Haley? Um, right? Yep. Yeah. I'm on Team Sean. <laughs> you are. Whoa, that's huge.
2: Whoa, that's
3: huge.
2: That is pretty big.
3: Yeah. Um, at this point, she said something about Haley something something Nick for a year.
2: You um. Like <laughs> could what you was? In the no, no 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 no. Um I didn't hear no, it was, what, it was. what It was um. You've somewhere along the line of, you've been on Team Nick for over a year. Now you're on Team Sean after oh, one hour. Oh,
3: because she as a watcher of the show. Yeah. Uh, Haley, think about. You said if Sean was half of what Nick was, you'd be happy. Yeah. What is it? It's the way that you are around him. Um, oh. I like seeing you all giddy like that <laughs> like that's you said that with Nick, you're like, I've never seen you like this, no, but this is different, Nick, yeah, you guys probably have this crazy physical physical attraction, but with Sean, you guys like are connected already mm-hmm. like that's what I see, yeah, so yeah. I noticed that in this episode, Sean kept on smiling like there's always a smile in his eyes, and you can see it um which is why well part of the reason why i actually didn't think that the the ordering of the dates and like the family visits like i i didn't feel like sean was at a disadvantage um because he kind of like swoops in with his like love for caitlin and like he i don't know i really liked him in this episode
2: i to, just to touch on that i mm. i didn't think that he was at, at advantage for like the family date mm-hmm. uh the first family date and everything like that but this one i think for these two are are where it was detrimental these last two ones mm-hmm. where he gets to meet um h- her family yeah. and he has to do the last like, final date. Yeah, yeah because with with their with their she's impressing them so with, with this with this one it's now your potential suitor, right, because there's two there's, there's two of them, yeah. they have to shine on mm-hmm. these other people and they can hold an opinion either way.
3: Yeah, I think that's true. Um, but I think if I could kind of skip ahead just a little bit um, just to mention it, um, for Nick and Sean's last dates with Caitlin, um, I thought it actually was perfect that Sean was the second one um, because I feel like the way that they were able to be, kind of, semi-honest with, with each other about, like, uh, I feel nervous, mm-hmm. and, like, I know that there's a lot of things on each other's minds, um, I, I don't think they, w- if it was Nick, they wouldn't gotten on the same page yeah. and, and really, Okay. be like okay with it and it ended up being quite sweet i think in the end yeah
0: because throughout this whole episode i was seeing like a thread of yeah she's probably going to end up with sean because the family went over so well they're very supportive of mm-hmm. sean in the case of the way they were talking on their final date they were talking the way that teammates would about mm-hmm. the future and how are we going to deal with this okay. versus with nick it was a lot of relationship rhetoric about oh when i look into my eye oh, into okay. your eyes i see yeah, that in the yeah. future versus actually dealing with it the way that teammates would
2: yeah yeah for sure so i mean let's just let's just go straight to do it no the date the date stuff yeah like um so nick nick starts off so we know the family stuff is over nick again is the first one to have a date with Mm -hmm. with kalen and And marina del rey yeah they're going on this uh little boat thing catamaran catamaran thank you that's what it was yes i remember we had somewhat of a discussion about this and by all like by by the looks of it they have an amazing date. They like. It
3: was fine.
2: I was concerned on the catamaran.
0: There wasn't a lot of shade, and I was. Mm. Uh, I wanted them to confirm that they were wearing sunscreen
2: or something. Um, uh, I th- I think I think they would have been a little bit more. Uh, I think they did reference that, somewhat offhandedly in the next date. No,
0: uh, that's right. On Sean, the date with Sean, they explicitly talked about that. She and asked. She asked him. Do
2: you have sunscreen on. I
0: do. Thanks, mom. <laughs> I
2: I think it must be a reference to the the previous date where no one had such green. I thought it was just because they're all white. Yeah, could be. A, sorry. go on. Yeah. Um.
3: I was but, glad to see a a, a few couple more men of color in the in in, in, the, in the crowd. Right. <laughs> Thank like, you. Oh, yeah. Cool. There was so there was all Koopa. Right. There
2: yeah. was Ian. There was the other. Um, black guy um no asians so you know work work on that bachelorette it's probably bachelor. a requirement there was probably <laughs> you got to be at least like six feet Cute. in head
3: yeah. um um but are we already talking about the date with sean no, oh. no, no no the date oh. with nick you no
2: so with the date with nick yeah uh, i think nick had a very very good approach to it where he's like this could be my last date with her mm-hmm I'm just gonna take it for what it is and enjoy, enjoy the moment, sort of, so sort to, of, so sort to of speak. Cool. Yeah. And I'm, he
3: prepared a gift. God.
2: Yeah. I, I, and so he, so he does the date, and then they have the dinner, and then. Okay. I, th- I, thought the way he, he told her about the date was kind of creepy.
1: You know, I got you something. It's in my bedroom. What? I said I got you something. It's in my bedroom. Are you
3: lying? No. What do you mean?
1: I got you a gift. You did? It's in my bedroom.
3: Is that
1: a sick? Are you being serious, or? <laughs> At first, she was like, she what? Are "What? Are you
0: serious? What is
2: Like, is it your dick? <laughs> is it your dick? Is it's that it's what it just is?" This box that I'm holding in front of my. It's a dick no. in a box. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. No, I, I thought I thought like when I first said it, I'm like, dude, you know she didn't make a mistake the first time. Is she gonna make a <laughs> mistake the second
3: time?
0: No. Um, no, it was just a frame picture of them with some dumb poem that he wrote.
3: Yeah. Um, the first line was, there's magic in your eyes. And then all I could think about was, Nick, you like like, I don't know. Like, he's just a little bit dead behind his eyes. Like, <laughs> a little, you would, like, did you, did you a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Like, there are moments where, like, he cries. And, oh, okay, like, emotional, vulnerable, whatever. Um, but there are other moments that he just seems kind of distracted and like going through the motions of like, oh, I'm supposed to do this on a date and be really sweet to you. you know, because the way
0: that he talks to people, it seems like he's trying to figure out what to say versus listening to them. Mm-hmm. And he's, it's very hard for him to live in the moment. So I think that's what's happening. When you look into the windows to his soul, it's dead.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: But just for our listeners at home who didn't have an hour and a half to waste on watching this episode, I'm going to play the whole poem that he recites.
1: There is magic in your eyes, and when I look at you, I see my future. There is electricity in your lips, and when I kiss you, I feel your energy. There is love in your heart, and when I touch you, I feel love worth never letting go. Love, Nick.
3: That's really beautiful, it is. Why is Caitlyn falling for this? I don't
2: understand. <laughs> like... That was honestly, I thought, I thought when Nick did this, I was like, this motherfucker hit it at the park. Really? I thought so too, because I, who would have thought, I'm like, you may, you, you brought her a gift? Okay. <laughs> yeah. You brought her a gift, dude? I'm like, what? What kind of like? What kind of thing did you get? A, like a bracelet or some shit? No, man. He this was a picture from our first first one on one, and you know I wrote a poem about it. And if, I'm like, what, dude? That so, is like that is like kid, girl catnip.
3: I feel yeah. like if it was a different poem, first of all, <laughs> and a different person, and three a different style delivery I would have enjoyed that because he said Mm. he didn't even
0: finish the G's because he was writing it uh, with a cardboard to make sure it lined up and he finished off the Y's and the G's the hangy parts he missed a G and to me again that that goes down to the difference between him and Sean Nick is about putting checks in boxes. I did this Mm. this is what I do versus Sean is like making a connection over the thing and doing it properly versus just checking the box
3: that's mm-hmm. fair.
0: No. Yeah. Pissed me off. Finish the G, man. Yeah. Double check your work, uh, boy. Anything else we want to have to say about this? This date. Date.
3: Uh, not much. No good, because no. I
0: like to move on to to Sean's date. Yeah. At Saddle Rock, um, which looked like uh, what was it, vineyards. Uh, yeah, vineyard. It looked like a vineyard for sure. Uh, I guess so. Starts off okay. He walked yeah. up to her in the in the winery, he's like, Hey, we're we going bowling today and she laughs and she's just obviously into him because it was a dumb joke and she laughed. Yeah.
2: That's I think that's Kaylin's brand of humor. Yeah, I
0: guess so. Mm-hmm.
2: Um but was that just their entire date? Just sitting in a in a vineyard? And just wine and cheese?
3: And then they hung out indoors at some point. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. he gave her the memory jar. Yeah.
2: Well no, that's that's like the dinner that's the dinner the, yeah. the oh, dinner okay. portion of it all, like. But, well, I like to say the dinner portion because they, they transition from, from, sure. from afternoon to evening. Right? I hope they have a snack. It's a long yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Um, just off the top, like, again, Nick gets the better of the dates. Who who would – I mean, I guess depending on, on how you feel. But yeah. I feel like a, a date on the catamaran is a lot more exciting than just sitting in a vineyard.
0: Yeah. But at the same time, like, given what's going to happen in the next day or the next or uh, two days from now, they need that time to just talk and – if they had gone bowling instead, they wouldn't have had that time to to really chat about what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right, so right. as a date, yeah, it's not really going to knock
2: it out of the park when you're just sitting on a bench. Yeah, but it's probably what they needed. And so because of this, so again, this is um, where I thought that Sean had the disadvantage was so they they open it up with a solid joke like that, and then things kind of get a little bit awkward. Yeah. There is. Um, you know Sean asks her so Mm -hmm. how are you feeling what are you doing and she gives him the awkward silence Mm -hmm. and then that's as soon as that happens that builds up this emotional uh, mental uh, emotional uh, or a thought wall that's blocking Caitlin from Sean because she's trying to figure out like she's basically trying to figure out is he the one? Is he going to be the one? Mm-hmm. And so she's running all these things, and Sean is just sort of lost in uncertainty, and like throw him a lifeline—he's yeah. drowning out there. Because that is where Sean performs the worst. Exactly, when he's in his head, yes, no, for sure. Yeah. And and this is and this is why I I, I had thought. This is why it's it's not gonna it's not working out for Sean because look at him, he's drowning and then you're going you're gonna get San Antonio Sean again.
3: Mm. Yeah. You're
2: gonna get baby whining Sean.
3: Yeah. Right. So I, I think the, the mood kind of changes at one point though. For sure. Where for sure, they yeah. kind of opened up just a little bit and kind of share, Oh, like what are you nervous about? Like, oh we, we both know that, you mm-hmm. know, we're thinking about what's coming up. Today at the winery, I mean, it was awkward and weird and uncomfortable, which is my fault because my mind and my heart just feel like they're in so many different places.
0: And and even though it's just Caitlin that we hear, they both kind of take ownership over the weirdness and the awkwardness mm-hmm. of the earlier afternoon.
3: Yeah, I think which makes it, um, like you said earlier, um, feels like they're more on more on the yeah. same team and i, I yeah. feel like i could see them you know like going through challenges in their in the future in their lives together yeah. or whatever this yeah
2: it definitely could have gone um that this incident could have gone either way yeah. but thankfully sean pushed through and he allowed mm. it to be what it was and Learn to work through it, to yeah. to work with it. And you're right. And then they then they formed the connection of of like, hey, you know, let's let's address we got to address yeah. these feelings. Mm-hmm. We got to address the situation at hand
0: because this is the way it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to. Yeah. I, I knew they turned the a corner when she asked him. Oh, I know it's gonna be hard for you, but are you even gonna watch the show? And he mm-hmm. says, Yeah, I I will watch some parts of it. And he joked about how he'll say, I can't believe you're making out with Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah but th- th- he did acknowledge some parts he obviously won't watch and mm. some parts he won't be able to laugh mm-hmm. about which no, for makes sense sure. yeah, yeah.
3: Um, at this point the the camera was at an, a weird angle and I think Caitlin was like stroking Sean's leg but I for the longest time I couldn't figure out what she was stroking. that
2: was his dick <laughs> like, it's like this <laughs> that's the real reason guys that's the real reason <laughs> It's the real reason why she chose Sean over Nick. She was stroking. She was stroking the leg. That was the, that was the deal breaker. She had already seen Nick's, Yeah, Nick's right. seen what it, he's working with on the golf course when she asked Sean to streak that yeah. one time. Um, it wasn't a generous black box. It was, uh, if anything,
0: a very flattering black yeah. box. The, the editors like we have to make this black box smaller, and they're like,
3: "This is as small as it can get." But I I think even through this date and the awkwardness, um, and the nervousness. Um, Sean is still kind of smiling through it, which mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, you. Really love yeah, her? well,
2: it's yeah, it's a testament of, of him working through it and, and letting him go, right? So, mm-hmm. what do you guys think about that gift, a memory jar? I liked it. Mm-hmm. I, I okay, so this is weird. I think so. I guess this is a thing. I it has to be a thing because I thought that, I thought that Nick was like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a fucking smooth ass motherfucker. I'm gonna get her a gift, and then Sean got her a gift too. So I'm just like, hmm. I guess this is something that the um, they told them to think of, to do, um, at, at a certain point. When it became, like, a fin- like the final, yeah. you know, eight people, they're like, hey, you might want to think about, you could be the one, you might want to th- start yeah. thinking about a gift that you're going to give to her. Yeah. Because a lot of what, um, what Sean had given, the memory jar, mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff you can't go back and be like, no, grab, grab, <laughs> grab, and, like, do Cause it. Because who right? would take the picture for them?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right? Or, and, like, or... Who would like take the the, the ball and tee from from the golf the golf their golfing episode yeah. and everything like that, right? So I thought that was good. Yeah. I thought that was really great, and then that's when I knew like,
3: woo, it's sweet. Yeah,
2: that's where I know where Sean probably edged out a little bit.
3: All
0: right. Um. So last dates are over. It's the morning of the rose ceremony, and. Uh, they kind of just wake up and reflect on the patio, in their robes or shirtless, because
2: that's how they drink their coffee. And they walk downstairs without shoes on, the dirty bastards. Yeah, well, that's how Asian people do it. Really? Without shoes? Don't wear shoes in the house. Yeah, no, shoes no, 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 but no, but when you're going outside, you're going to put on some slippers, oh, right? Oh, yeah, what am I? Yeah, uh, heat? What, are yeah. You, what are you, a white guy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've noticed, dude, I've noticed a lot of white people like don't care about their feet when they go outside. Like this is like this is a recurring thing like to me. Like like you're going outside on like on concrete and stuff and you're not wearing socks. Not Sometimes do
3: that. Well,
2: if you don't come from a place where there might be nails or sharp objects,
3: yeah. yeah it's
0: fine. Yeah.
3: White privilege.
2: <laughs> White privilege. Just, especially, joking. In the just feed. especially in the feed, right? <laughs> no, but no, honestly, I, I just, it's, it's a weird side note. Jumped out at you. Yeah. That I wanna bring bring up. I was I was walking home and I was walking and I saw these people moving something from the house to like a car moving that and this white guy was helping them carrying stuff wasn't wearing any shoes that is dangerous that is dangerous also also um my um so i was in class and i guess we we were we were doing activities uh and to get more grip or whatever the guy wasn't wearing or wearing his shoes right he was wearing dress shoes and so he took it off and Mm. like he took off his socks whatever we went for a break we went outside on onto the street not wearing shoes even worse Downtown Eastside Hastings Street. Whoa. Get a hepatitis shot, bro. The other
0: thing, too, is like uh, in Asian places, you're more likely to find old men
2: who hawk a loogie onto the ground. Yeah. 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 So that's why I fe- felt a little bit gross that Nick was walking down, down the stairs barefoot. That's the only thing I could focus on.
3: Sorry. Also, white privilege is a real thing.
2: It is. Thank you.
0: Because you said just joking earlier, but yeah, no. I'm glad you walked it back. All right, so Neil seems like this guy who is on every season of the Bachelor and Bachelorette and provides rings. Yeah. Is that
2: Ring Connect? Yep, he uh, is. He is. Uh, He's got to be a sponsor. Sure. Yeah. Did Did you see how they uh, they open up the the um the box? Yeah. Right. They open up the box, so his logo is showing.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. I actually. didn't see that either.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, they. Oh. Sorry, no. When 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 they propose, I definitely oh. propose when, when they propose. Oh, okay, okay. They open up the box to show to show the ring. Obviously, the camera's okay. going to see to show the ring, but also whose logos in the background. Uh, I think it was funny because Nick,
0: his previous experience, he was expecting Neil,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then uh, Andy. Andy came and told him, "Hey, you're off the show." So this time he's really excited to see Neil. And so he tells Neil that, yeah. And Neil just lights up.
1: This was in here. <laughs> I'm guessing a bunch of rings. I can't tell you how excited I am to, to see you. Like, uh, I don't. How excited to see you, uh, man? I uh, I I don't know. You probably don't know this, but I I actually I've done this before. Oh, you did?
0: Yeah. So obviously on an audio podcast you can't see it, but he just lights up. Oh, I'm excited to see you too, man! And then he's like, Oh no, actually it's because last
2: time, uh, this this happened. Yeah. It was horrible. <laughs> so. Hold on. Let's 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 get a recap here.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Okay, he sees Neil. Mm-hmm. Does he think he is one? Do you think that he's going to be the the bachelor? There's got to be a part of him that's
0: that's because, says, hey, because
2: this is further than what I've yeah, done before. Yeah, he's right? gone past his previous the previous hump. Mm-hmm. Does he think he's the one? He must know that there's still a
0: chance. That okay. He doesn't why would you what were you thinking?
2: Well, I'm just thinking that um. You find out that you're the one if the ring guy shows up. Oh, uh, oh, you know is what mean? How
3: it, no, I Is that Howard? No, I I thought that think? might have been how oh, it worked.
2: Okay. Right, but oh. it's very inter- it's very interesting because I think at that point it's just like, is he like who? I can breathe a sigh of relief.
1: You know, I made it to the finish. Like I
2: made it to the finish line. Like I'm good. Yay! I'm gonna mm-hmm. marry someone. <laughs> but uh, kind of what happens next?
0: Nick and Sean both choose their rings, and they look very similar. Each other. They I think I think there's two types and they f- they pick which okay. one. And it's probably pre approved by Caitlyn. Yes, yes. Yeah. that'd be great. Mm. Uh roast ceremony, Nick arrives first again. Um
3: So first, first is there thing. do you think it's like a pre-planned thing? Like who comes in first? Is it always the guy that doesn't win? It's probably
2: a coin toss. I don't know. No, this one for just the way that this one worked out, I'm sure the first one that comes in is the first loser.
3: Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's always the case.
2: Well, otherwise you see the rose isn't there and you're like, oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> no, I yeah, it, I think it's very ambiguous at this point as to who shows up one mm-hmm. more time, right? But this is this is the way it happens. Mhm. And Nick starts off, I thought he
0: was just chatting, but he kind of segues into a proposal, yes, uh, which kind of ends,
1: "I look at you and I have such confidence in you and and us and you know, I'm yours forever." If, if you'll have me and um feeling no all right
3: no all right
2: oh. no so so just just so you know when that happened i started laughing hysterically i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry nick and i'm sorry everyone who like felt really sad i fucking couldn't stop laughing
0: I got these messages from on my phone from Mark, just like three messages of just straight laughing, Various,
2: like... various forms of laughing, Wahaha. Those three kinds of laughs, um, because I thought it was fucking hilarious. Not, I mean, it's a very sad situation, but the fact that he said no, all right.
3: Yeah, and he was still smiling as he said that. Nah. He hadn't like adjusted. But
2: that was like the. The exact moment where you know where the heart breaks. Oh.
0: Yeah, it's like that Simpsons episode with Ralph um, with Lisa, and you could like pinpoint frame by frame where his heart breaks. Yep. Yep.
2: Any, anyway, anyway. Wow.
0: Yeah, that discussion after she tells him not to propose was kind of hard yeah. because mm-hmm. she's trying to say, hey, it was still real. It was love. Mm-hmm. And he, in a place of sheer pain, was saying, no, that, mm
1: mm. If you listen, if you were in love with me, we would be having a different conversation.
3: I don't think that's true. I do. Hey, yo, if you really love two people at the same time, try polyamory, maybe. That's what I'm saying, too, right? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. if, if you really
2: love both, uh, you know, you can have more than one, yeah. right? I mean really it's a little bit more acceptable socially acceptable well, nowadays as long as
3: people consent. Yeah, right? All people involved. However,
2: that's not the name of the game. It's not. It's not. This is <laughs> Nick is eternally broken now, I think. Um,
3: he be- was dead inside to start with. <laughs>
2: Why? from the first one? Wow. From the first one. From the first one. From Andy Because and this is just ruins him even more. Which I, you know, I'm sorry for laughing, but I feel bad for the man because because you thought you've made a connection. You thought you made all the way up until this point, and you thought you had found your one, and you thought you're in love with her, and you think that she's in love with you too.
0: Like when he was in the limo, he throws that ring on, and he takes out the
2: one he's wearing from Ireland and throws it in the same way. Wow! I thought I didn't didn't catch that part. I, I thought he just threw the yeah. the very expensive Neil something ring, uh, and yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. It
3: kind of was reminiscent of how Joe reacted, just like becoming kind of a little I, cold, a little detached, mm-hmm. just cause,
2: But I can't, I can't blame Nick for yeah. that though. Yeah. I think that is he's well within his own right for that to feel the way that is because that's that shit was that shit was out of left. That's the super blind side. Yeah, you got decimated.
0: And it, it would have been a heavier moment for me if it weren't for the squeaky 4 Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, the Can audio... Can't,
3: can't you just edit
0: that out somehow? It's
3: part of the charm of the players. I guess so. Like, mean, old and squeaky.
0: It's not like the audio quality on this podcast is pristine or anything, but just... I mean, I'm going to play the some of the dialogue.
3: Everything was real
2: to me in those moments. And I... I don't take it back, and I don't regret it. And I was feeling everything in those moments. And... Yeah, those, those are farts. That. Those aren't squeaky. <laughs> those were Nick's farts. The, the worst
0: part is they're coming from Nick's shoes when he's kind of like going back on his heels or, or back on the rolling. Around. Yeah, but
2: they're but they're like on a wooden uh, wooden yeah.
0: stage. So it's just him. Like we could audibly hear
2: him kind of just reacting to mm-hmm. the things that she's saying, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of. It's still heartbreaking, uh, Nick. Yeah, like, fuck, is. it sucks. Yeah. Like Nick. I mean, I hated you. You were a villain, but I don't think you deserve this, you know. But I also don't think you deserve the win too. So.
3: (laughs) I wish you could. I thought he deserved it. Deserve the the heartbreak, or deserve the win. I feel like Caitlyn was also like nice about it. Like I, like she was kind of like, oh no, don't do this. Oh
2: yeah, she was very nice about that. But I think she could have done what Andy did, which was in better taste and oh wait
0: what did oh and, and he went before the ring uh,
2: yeah before the, the rings I
0: see.
2: which makes it, this is why I asked that question oh. is do you think because of this part because of that because he made it to the rings do you think that he's the one because now he's going up see that's why he proposed that's exactly why he he proposed mid-sentence because huh. he went in thinking that he was the one and then, and then now that he gets stopped mid proposal, that's the ultimate betrayal. That's oh, yeah. that's the big, that's the big shot to the chest. I
3: wonder what happened in the previous seasons.
2: That, and and that's well, yeah, we'll we we, we don't we don't know the previous season, mm-hmm. but that's this is
3: okay.
2: this is what Nick's this is what Nick knows. Nick knows that yeah. he should never have made it uh, from from the Andy season, huh. whatever. And he even he even says it himself. He says that if I'm not going to be the one, I just hope. That Caitlyn comes and tells me beforehand, so that yeah. I can I can get this uh, this heartbreak done out huh. of the way. So now, this is exactly why. Yeah, he totally went in thinking that he was the one. He so he makes it to the he makes it to meet Neil. That's why he's so relieved to meet Neil, because at that point he thinks he's in. He thinks he's gonna win. And then then he dresses starts to dress up, and then he starts to go for for the um for the the, the thing the bachelors. He sees the royce. He sees everything still there. Mm-hmm. He's like. I'm getting married. All right. He goes, he proposes, mid-sentence, gets shut down. Uh, this is why, right. and this is why he feels the way he does, and this is why he feels everything like this. And I'm sorry, that sucks, man, but like, wow. Yeah. There's one part where, where Caitlin's
0: trying to explain to him, hey, I don't want you to question or doubt what we had, and he says, what I felt for you was greater than the moment, and just stop, because this really sums it up. And for me, it sums up why the show is horrible to the people on it and how it uses mm-hmm. them and uses them up, because it's it's built upon this premise that they're celebrating love by helping someone find the love of their life, but it's creating these artificial situations where someone thinks, oh, you know what, we're in love, this is going to happen, and just crushes
2: them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And Sean experienced that as well. Sean experienced that in San Antonio. Yeah. Right? <sighs>
0: Fuck. Yeah. But okay, um, so Nick's done. He's... Like mm-hmm. Mark pointed out, he may
2: or may not be the bachelor on the next season. I don't I'm think sure we know that, that yet, I d- and I don't think he will. I think after being portrayed like this, I don't think he, I don't know if he can go through another season yeah. like this, right? Because there's no guarantee at the end that they will say yes, right? And just seeing his reaction to what happened, like he's—I could not come back to the. No. I'm sure, honestly, like I'm sure after the third one, it, like if he were to do a third one and they rejected him. I would put him on suicide watch. <laughs> so I should be laughing, but no, you're right. I, I know, like yeah. I mean, because at this point, man, you you think you're unlovable, like uh, Ben or Ben, H, ben H, yeah. H thinks that he's unlovable. What about Nick? Publicly unlovable. Yeah, and you know what sucks? You know what sucks is that um, going out. Nick Nick says, "I'm the biggest joke in the world." Yeah. He called it the ultimate setup, and then yeah. the ultimate joke. Joke. yeah, the biggest joke in the world right now. That sucks, man. But she didn't set him up. The producers did. Yeah, this entire he was doomed from the get-go. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. To be fair,
0: though, Caitlin said, "You know what? I needed to come to this point. We needed to go through all this
2: for me to be sure." Mm-hmm. And so, so I completely absolve her of the responsibility oh, yeah. of what happened to, yeah. to Nick No, yeah. right? You have to know, you because this is someone you're gonna be with forever. Yeah. So you need. To, you're right. You need to explore all avenues, and you need to know. Yeah. Right? Because you don't want to go. You see, that's that's a thing. That's another thing too. You don't want to go into your your relationship. You don't want to go into a wedding and have that that thought mm-hmm. in the back of your mind, which could then eventually ruin the marriage. Yeah. So good, yeah. good for good for you, Caitlin. We love you. Come on the show. Yes.
1: Vancouver,
2: Yay. yeah, Don't live with Sean. Live in Vancouver. <laughs> Sean, live in Vancouver. There's a lot of people you can work out with. Here.
3: Okay, so name? speaking yeah. of inviting people on the show that we're po- podcasting about, um, on your show, and also Vancouver-related, did you did you see the Kamel Najiani photo um, oh. with, um, what are they? Jillian uh, Anderson oh. and what's his name, David Duchovny? Decovny? Yeah, he's in town.
2: Uh, I think that
3: well, they're filming the X Files. I know they're but filming X Files. It's and Kamel Najia. X-Files podcast. the X Files podcast. That's right, and it's amazing. So, I feel like it could happen. If we oh, get for sure. Big yeah. he, that he, he could Caitlin be like, can yeah. come hang out with yeah. us yeah, in Vancouver. And Kamel, we
2: love you. Come on the show, Kamel, please. Yes, oh, buddy. Hopefully, oh man, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes,
0: and Shameless self-promotion in uh, a <laughs> podcast. Uh, when Nick shows up to the rose ceremony, I don't have a clip of this, but Chris Harrison says, this is where I leave you. And Sean says, all right. Chris says, Caitlin's right over there. And I think Sean says, good shit. <laughs> <laughs> really?
3: Did he say that? Or did he say I, appreciate it? I didn't hear it, but I didn't, before I didn't it. that, he said thank you to okay. like the limo driver, which I was like, good on you, Sean. Okay,
0: Maybe he didn't say good shit.
3: Maybe that's I want to say he said good
0: shit. She Johnson.
3: probably. Yeah, yeah. Good shit. Yeah,
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he's going through the, the kind kind of kind of the same situation. She's the rose there, mm-hmm. talking to Caitlin. And she says something that kind of makes a cliffhanger of the situation. She says, I need you to know the truth and there's a pause there. And I don't know if she put the pause in or if it was editing. But then she ends with I never want you to question what we have again. And and I can imagine Sean just like holding his breath oh, until she kind of reveals what she's gonna say. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. That was kind of the last dramatic moment mm-hmm. um, before the proposal.
2: Oh my <laughs> embrace her. Will you marry me? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> awesome, man. Oh boy, yeah, that's it. That's th- no, no, nope. no, we're not done. We got one more. Shh, we got, sh- we got one more.
2: <sighs> Sean,
3: will really you accept this rose?
1: <gasps> 150%.
3: <laughs>
0: My first reaction to that was that that's a yes or no question. Will you accept this rose? So hundred and fifty percent does not make sense quantitatively, you dumb jock. <laughs>
2: wow, that's a little mean. Man. Also... Sean, we love you. Come on the show. <laughs> that's that's her husband. The the person that you just invited onto the show, that's her Fiance. husband.
0: Fiance. Oh, yeah, Come that's on the show, Fiance. we love you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trade workout tips or no, something.
2: Yeah, man. Um no, that's too, that's too great. Um
3: Good job with the uh, music. How it's well. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well,
2: of course. Good. Good. Good on the production team yeah. for that. It was kind of swelling a little bit during Nick's uh, oh, yeah. proposal oh. too, though. So. Yeah. And then nope. Ah, oh, shit. I can't even deal with that right now emotionally. Yeah. Um. Well, congratulations to Caitlin and Sean. Yeah. For making it to the end of the Bachelorette, and we wish you all the best.
0: Yeah. We do. Um, one last thing before we go. Any thoughts about why we did this? Is there any important things we learned from watching The Bachelorette and talking about it? Because we didn't do it because it's the best show on TV right now. No. This is important for us to do and talk about because why? Well, for me, it was just seeing the way that um, they were talking about Caitlin, the first episode that I saw, well, the first three minutes, and I turned it off because it was kind of, awful, where it turned out it was Joshua who asked, Nick, you called her a a cool chick. Now, is she a cool chick or an amazing woman? And for me, it was just saying that the way that they see the show playing out is that it's kind of what Corey was talking about. There's a responsibility to the show. Um, This is America's show. We're kind of choosing America's celebrity. They're our royalty now. And I wanted to see whether that was really the case and how that matched or did not match how we, the three of us, our regular people, talk about the way that we approach um, gender identities and dating and finding love and how that was different from what these producers are trying to shove down our throats. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this is still entertaining, gossiping mm-hmm. and, 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 and being part of this this um, experience
2: but a lot
0: of it's horrible yeah yeah
2: I know that uh, I had learned quite a bit maybe about myself in that um, I s- I can see that I can relate to a lot of some of the, the bachelors that were on there um, you know like Ben being feeling unlovable and everything like that um and it really changed um, a lot within me personally, which is, I, I think, I mean, I would have eventually got there, but this really helped to know that I'm not alone in some of the feelings that I felt and some of the shame that I felt about myself. So um, it was some, somewhat therapeutic, if not, you know, a little bit, and especially sharing with, with you guys and, you know, our listeners, some of the things that I've said, uh, I don't regret it, and it's helped me personally, you know, get to a better place, which is great um yeah
0: so ladies if you'd like to show mark how he's not unlovable you can reach him at <laughs> um
2: you can you, i don't know yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll figure, i'll <laughs> cut that part out. yeah that's fine um but but yeah like um i just think it was uh it, it was good it was good to to see um to relate to a lot of other people, and to know that oh, uh, also there's you know some some date some cool dating things out there and relationship things out there, like you could be as nice as Jared but still not make it to the end. Yeah, right? you could be um, a dick like Ian and be shunned because you deserve to be shunned like a dick. <laughs> um, and, and tell girls that you have a gift for them in your bedroom. In your bedroom. right? So Call I mean, like, yeah. so you learn you you learn a lot of things um, to see what works and what doesn't work. But yeah, and like. It's cool. I enjoyed the show for what it was and especially the time that we spent here together. So,
3: Cool. I don't know. I I think it was just an interesting um, thing to have a a commentary on. Um, I don't really watch a lot of reality television. I think the last couple of things that I watched were America's Next Hot Model from like 10 years ago. So it, it was an interesting kind of thing to, to even just think about and i think in the beginning i worried a lot about um not wanting to do a commentary on something that i didn't really like or appreciated um but i think i have found things that i appreciated um but also more terrible <laughs> things that we could <laughs> laugh about so it was yeah it was cool all right yeah good stuff
0: all right, we hope you enjoyed that. Um, we will see you next season or not. Wait, well, hey, you never
2: know. Anything could happen. Hey, just let us know. You know what? Some feedback. If you guys want to send us some feedback on, on what you thought about the show. James. We have a Twitter account, uh, Bachelorette
0: Diaries. If you take out all the vowels from, from Bachelorette <laughs> and Diaries written the same way, at B-C-H-L-R-T-T
2: Diaries. All right. Send us an at or whatever. Send us a message. Let us know what's up. Um,
3: yeah, if you liked it or have any feedback, you're welcome to also rate and or comment um, on iTunes. Remember to subscribe um, in case we end up doing this ever again. Which we... It's possible. Anything is possible. Anything is possible.
2: And yeah. We Thanks love- for listening. Thanks for listening.
3: Thank we love you. Yeah.
2: Uh, thanks for being with us on this journey. And we'll go out uh, on
0: Caitlin and Nick having their last conversation ever. That's horrible, isn't it? No,
2: ever on the show. Okay, yeah. yeah. The, 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 yeah. yeah awesome. See you See guys ya. next. And I, I don't take it back and I don't regret it and I was feeling everything in those moments. and Overnight dates, like everything that we've been through and done it's because it was real to me. I'm not, I don't,
1: I'm not... I, I believe all that. I just, I don't need to hear it, you know? And I, I but I
2: want to talk to you about it because I care about you more I than pre- you know. I
1: appreciate that, I do. Just, I don't need to continue to hear how you love or loved me. I don't I know. I don't need to keep hearing that because I heard it the whole time and...
3: But I don't want you to question that or doubt it.
1: You took things from me.
3: That was because it was real to me in those moments. It wasn't that real. It was.
1: What I felt for you was greater than a moment. (laughs) And you knew how I felt about you, and I think that sums it up.